Welcome to the Bridging Broken to Breakthrough podcast. I am your host, Maria Wingard. Today is a Red Tent conversation where we are continuing with Fangs to Freedom, Part 8 in the Interview with a Vampire Redeemed by Jesus series. Sometimes, like I said last week, deliverance is a process, and honestly, I just haven't gotten a good explanation to provide to others why. I simply know that it's true. I've had way too many experiences with Christians demonized. Now, we're also going to discuss how forgiveness and repentance are vital for freedom. So, stay tuned. In the physical world, the spiritual can manifest. And as we have been sitting here talking... A ginormous spider. Yeah, and spiders represent witchcraft. Witchcraft. Absolutely, 100%. Has been been hanging over my head, and I just killed it. Yeah, that happens all the time. I had a snake during one of my deliverances. A snake uh, showed up, a gardener snake. It um, got run over by the car. It healed itself. And it was probably about a foot and a half long. It's head the size of, you know, your thumb from the first knuckle up. Healed itself, doubled in size more than, because it was like over four feet long. And its head was the size of three fingers together when I finally supernaturally caught up to it, smashed it, its head, and his body was completely healed and it was solid jet black. So, I mean, absolutely. Um, I had a a pagan that came and stayed with us and we took him through deliverance and he had bees manifesting and snakes manifesting and spiders. Like he had all the things manifesting coming after him. He had over 20 bee stings. It was, it was insane. (laughs) I'm starting to get used to this (laughs) because um, I'm realizing that I have become, I, I have truly become a an enemy of the other side. Yeah. Uh, I don't take it negatively anymore. To me, I'm I'm like, thank you, Lord, that you're letting me know what I'm dealing with. So when I see that now, not listen, people, not every spider I see is an indicator of witchcraft, but you totally know when you're praying for somebody (laughs) and a spider comes and drops down right above their head and just hangs there. And you've had that experience more than one time. There's witchcraft, right? Yep. So, um, so even in this moment, uh, any witchcraft coming against Dorothy, we just break that, sever it, and say the Lord rebuke you in the name of Jesus, and we in thank you for the angelic hosts that are standing there defending you and ushering you into the presence of God, and out of that, in the name of Jesus, right? So it's it's not a fear thing anymore. No. It used to really no. scare me. When it first started happening, it actually was quite disturbing. And now I'm like, thank you, Lord, that I understand what I'm walking into. Thank you, exactly. Lord, for letting me know what's here. It's it to me, I feel like it's an amazing indicator of knowing what's going on. So, right. And then at that point, after I prayed for Jason is when you started to feel it growing on the inside of you. And that's when you spoke up to me. So let's go back to the story from my end. And this is, this is where it it gets very blurred for me because I was the one 
I guess dealing with it and I mean you were too but what I mean is like on my end of it I was dealing with a torture and an attack that was happening so inside your body right and I, I may not have the timeline completely correct but I know that for me on my side me just talking to you about the, the vampirism aspect, which I had, I mean, I've known you since, okay? And I had never spoken to you about this. Because right. that is something that is very, very, very private. That is something that I'm not supposed to talk about. Thus the contract that you speak of. Right. Um, but but the blood of Jesus I, Christ and the word of your testimony yes. that will set the captives free. You know, it's amazing how but God the fact works. that I was speaking to you, that's when all these these things were occurring inside of me while I was sitting and just having a normal And we were on the phone. You weren't even with me. No, just on the phone. Right. And um so anyway, for me, I don't, I don't, I thought the wolf thing happened after, but I'm not quite sure because it's kind of blurred for me. I just know that I ended up on my knees and I could feel something come out of me mm-hmm. and I could feel that, I don't know, It was, it's hard to explain, but it, it was, I could feel that something had left me Mm -hmm. and it's I think from that point forward and this was only what about about a week ago week and a half ago Mm -hmm. it has not been very long no no it's very recent and that's why I kept saying like I repented of this like what is this happening (laughs) you know right Um, it totally jacks with your doctrine (laughs) yeah I'm like I, why is this even happening? And I wasn't right. expecting this. I mean, I'm just having a normal evening and, and a normal conversation with a friend. And all of a sudden, I'm on my knees. And my <laughs> knees are not that great right now to begin with. But I'm on my knees and I'm crying. I'm crying out right. to God uh, because I, I don't want this in me anymore. So um, so the explanation is truly um, shown in science. There's a word, a terminology called epigenetics. And epigenetics is really the scientific proof of blessings and curses of how it doesn't change our, how things in our life, such as alcoholism, they can actually modify um, kind of like an mRNA rider is probably the best way to understand it for people because they know about like the COVID, um, the COVID shot putting an mRNA rider onto their DNA. Right. So that's probably the best way to understand it, even though that's not the technical description of it. And so it, it's the curse or the blessing on your DNA, not to change the DNA sequence, but those little riders, right? And what right. I like to tell people in these kind of situations is that was the Lord literally removing the curse off of your very DNA. I and believe that. And that makes sense. Yeah, I believe that 100% that, that it was that demonic curse, that demon that was there saying, okay, as soon as you do this, I'm going to be activated and you're going to be under a curse. And Jesus was like, nope, I was a curse on a tree. 
and that that is enough for you and me, right? And everybody yeah. else, one drop of that blood, one drop of Jesus's blood is enough. But until we ask for it, right? The Bible says that we are forgiven when we ask for forgiveness. So if Satan can get you to forget what you need to ask for forgiveness for, then forgiveness never gets extended. And this right. is why it is so important to ask the Lord, please remind me of what I need to repent for and who I need to forgive. Like, what do I need forgiveness for and who do I need to forgive? It's both and. And that right. breaks the curse. It does nothing with consequences because we do end up paying consequences for sin because we live Absolutely. in a fallen world, right? But it strips the power of the curse off of it. Right. And Satan is very legalistic. And sometimes, and, 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 and we can't look at it as in Jesus's blood has conditions because that's not the case. We have to ask for forgiveness. We have to ask, right. you know, for that. You had never said, Lord, forgive me for all of the curses I agreed to. Forgive me for doing that. Forgive me for agreeing to curse what you had called good, you know, because he had called his creation called Dorothy good and you agreed to put a curse on it. And so um, those are the things that we don't think about and forgetting keeps us bound by those. And epigenetics is very intriguing to me because of how it backs it up. It shows how these things get passed down. I don't want to really delve into that too much, but at too much more other than what I did. But I feel like that's where I think a lot of Christians, we miss it because we're like, oh, I got saved and it's good. No, you, you have to repent of your sins because right. they have to be covered under the blood. And the, the amazing thing is we also have the ability to do that for other people. And we see biblical precedent throughout the scriptures, Moses, Ezra, Nehemiah, Jeremiah, New Testament, Stephen, Jesus, right? All, all through the gospels talking about forgiveness. Why? Because it breaks the curse. Right. Lord, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing break the curse, put it under the blood, right? Numbers chapter 14, 17 through 21, 22, verse 20, the Lord forgave them as they had requested. The Lord forgave them, right? And it wasn't because the person <laughs> who sinned had asked for forgiveness. Other people asked God to forgive the sin that was in the, in the camp. And God forgave. And then he said, but them going to be held up for accountability. They're going to be held up for it. They're not escaping right. accountability, right? So asking God to forgive doesn't take away consequences. It breaks the curse and puts the curse under the blood, period. Right. You know, right. old time they would do sacrifices. New time, Jesus is the sacrifice. So right. uh, I didn't mean to 
hijack this, but I wanted to make sure I explained about forgiveness and why it's so important. If you know that somebody is sinning, instead of gossiping about it, God, please forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. Break the curse, Jesus. Put it under the blood. Forgive them. Remove the delusion off of their eyes so they can see truth. Bind them to the belt of truth. Show them, Lord God, what they're doing wrong so they can bring them, be brought to repentance, you know? But we all have free will. We all have free will. And uh, God doesn't override somebody's free will to spend an eternity with them. He's not going to override their free will for us. So, but we can ask for the delusion to be removed so that they have the opportunity to see truth. I am grateful you have decided to come walk a mile with me, your host, Maria Wingard on the Bridging Broken to Breakthrough podcast for our Red Tent Conversations. To find out how Jesus bridges broken to breakthrough and to listen to past episodes, please visit hopewillarise.com. And thanks for listening today.